Hey, fellow explorers, before we get to today's episode, I wanted to tell you about a special trip that I have planned in May 2018. I have partnered with David from Exclusive Travel Partners to go on a two-week exploration to all the Disney parks here in Asia. So over the two weeks, we will visit Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, and Tokyo Disney Resort, which includes Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. So if you're interested, head on over to our website, tdrexplorer.com. You'll see it pinned to the top. You won't miss it. I have all the details on pricing and all that. And we have registrations open until January 1st, 2018. So we only need a few more people to make this trip a reality. So if you or someone you know would be interested, please let them know. You can get into contact with us. You can send me an email, contact at tdrexplorer.com. And I also have David's email up on the website and everything too. All right, now let's get on with the episode. Episode 109 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dreams Sweets. Dream Sweets Love. I can't talk today. I'm catching a cold. Um, and here, as always, is the amazing Chris. Chris, ex- tell us who you are. I'm one of your hosts, or other hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for uh tdr explore and when i'm not eating all the seasonal food at the parks um i'm apparently eating at a lot of buffets <laughs> that's <laughs> apparently what i do <laughs> um you can find me on my personal twitter and instagram at explorer nelgate and that's explore n-i-l-g-h-e oh we have we have quite the episode coming up don't we there's a lot of food <laughs> And you know, when we start talking about food, it gets out of control. Oh my goodness. Yes, it does. <laughs> I, guess I can't like, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> this is like our Thanksgiving episode. It's a belated Thanksgiving episode to all you amazing Canadians. I'm sorry it's late. It's a Halloween always throws us off. So, it, um, but uh, happy thing. I know happy belated Thanksgiving to you guys too. Um, but it's kind of like, this is kind of like our Thanksgiving theme episode kind of. Themed episode, yes. Shoving food in our faces and and being, being thankful for carbs. I guess so. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, we we kind of figured, you know, Thanksgiving you eat a lot of food to the point where you can't move. Uh, so we thought talking about buff our favorite buffets at the resort and also within Tokyo was a perfect fit. 
because, you know, after eating so much, you're probably not going to fit your jeans anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but, you know, whatever. Okay. Well, before uh, before we get into the episode, just really quick about our Patreon. Thank you to everyone who's already contributing to our Patreon. You are all fantastic, and thank you so much. We really hope that you're enjoying the extra content and the early access and all that fun stuff because you keep the podcast going. If you'd like to contribute to our Patreon, you can do so uh, at patreon.com slash tdrnow. And even if you pledge one or two dollars, that is totally cool. That helps us out a lot. Every little bit counts. And if everybody who listened to the podcast gave us like even a dollar a month, we would surpass our next goal of $500 per month overnight. We really would. Um, So when we hit this goal of 500 uh, per month, um, we are, we are just over halfway there. Uh, So once we hit this, we're going to do an extra episode for everybody each month. And this is going to be a 30 minute episode where we just answer questions because we have so many questions to get through that I know we could definitely fill up 30 minutes every month. So if you want to see that happen, just head over to patreon.com slash TDR now and even pledge a dollar. Every little bit helps so much. Come on, guys, we can do this. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? We got our crowd forecast. We got, oh, there is news. We have some news and um, in the parks. Oh, no, I don't know if we have anything in the parks. Uh, our favorite buffets in Tokyo and Tokyo Disney Resort. Our park tip and our listener questions. Yay. Yay. News. News, news, news. We got, a, this is not Tokyo Disney related, but it's actually Hong Kong Disneyland related. Uh, this was a few days ago. They finally announced, or not, I shouldn't say finally, they announced uh, their offerings for 2018, Ooh, which is actually so quite exciting. nice. Yeah. Because uh, usually they're not, they don't really announce the events this far in advance. Um, so it's actually quite nice that they did. <laughs> um, and they say that, uh, the events are supposed to cover 365 days of the year. So it sound, like, by the sounds of it, there's going to be an event happening every day of the year next year in, at Hong Kong Disneyland, which is actually kind of cool. Um, next month, the Royal Princess Garden is set to open. Um, so December 2017, where guests are able to enter a beautifully themed garden area to enjoy meet and greets with Disney princesses. And also in this garden, there's going to be the park's first Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique, which is going to be exactly the same as all the other Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutiques, where you pay an exorbitant amount of money to dress up as a princess. (laughs) I want one for adults. (laughs) I wonder how well that would go over. That would be amazing. Maybe if they offer that for like Halloween or something. Yeah, I would would pay, man, if they had like rental costumes and stuff. Oh, yeah. That'd be super popular. Get on that, Disney. I think. (laughs) (laughs) We also have uh, a time frame when the new Moana, a homecoming celebration stage show debuts at Hong Kong Disneyland. And it's set to open in May. 
So we don't have an exact date yet, but they say May. And this is going to be a stage show. And it's the first attraction that is opening that's part of the multi-year expansion that's happening at Hong Kong Disneyland from 2018 until 2023. So that's exciting. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, well, well, like when I was there in September, like they were definitely, you know, moving pretty quick with the construction. Like they had the area all uh, boarded up and everything like that. So they're working hard. They're working hard. Um, so as for events, we have the Chinese New Year, which is happening from January to March 2018. And it's going to be next year is the year of the dog. So guess who gets to take center stage? Pluto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Pluto gets to, you know, have have the uh, spotlight on him for a while. Because I know there's a lot of Pluto fans out there and Pluto sometimes doesn't get the love that he deserves. So it's going to be nice um, that Pluto is going to have pretty much an event all to himself, which is actually kind of cool. Um, and also, Goofy is going to greet guests as the god of fortune and okay. share warm wishes with everyone. <laughs> That's pretty intense. That's what he's called, the god of, god of fortune. If you look at the the, the, con- the concept art, he's wearing like a traditional outfit, okay. which is actually pretty cool. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a traditional <laughs> thing. It's a traditional thing. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, with um, Chinese New Year, there's going to be merchandise and stuff. And um, decorations are going to be the lucky red and gold color because that's what New Year's is about. Um, and there's going to be a range of festive delicacies um, that's going to be at the park and also the three hotels. Um, things and in, uh, dishes include... Um, things like lohei and um, other Chinese New Year themed meals. So that's really cool. And then in the springtime, we have Disney Friends Springtime Carnival, which is March until, until May 2018. So it's all Easter egg themed and pretty flowers, you know, spring, spring stuff, typical spring stuff. Um, and then in the summer, there's a summer event. That's going to feature The Incredibles, which is happening from June until August. So that's actually quite kind of cool that the incredible the Incredibles are going to be part of the summer event, and I guess that's to uh, to kind of promote the new Incredibles too, which will be out in Hong Kong in July. Uh, I see. So there's going to be some stuff happening in Tomorrowland uh, with the Incredibles. Uh, you can meet Mister and Mrs. Incredible and also Frozone. Uh, they say, and there's going to be some other stuff as well. They haven't given too many details as to what that is exactly. But seeing as Tomorrowland's basically turning into a Marvel area or superhero area, it makes sense that the Incredibles are going to be there. I hope we get like the other superheroes still as well. Like which ones? Like all of like them, the... like all the Marvel heroes, like like that it's not just Incredibles, but it's like still like all the superheroes. Hmm. Yeah, I hope so too. They haven't it, like they don't say exactly. So, um, it's, it's probably going to be similar to what they had this past year, which was the Marvel Summer. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like, my guess is it's probably going to be the same, but they just add the Incredibles in it as well. That's really cool. Yeah, I like that. It's neat. Um, and then from September to October, we have the Disney Halloween time. Um, it sounds like it's going to be the same as it has been for the past few years, which is not a bad thing. 
Halloween is always fun at Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, one thing of note, they said, um, uh, join Jack Skellington and other Disney villains that guests have yet to meet. Ooh. So that sounds that sounds like we're going to see some villains that we've never seen before at the park. So I wonder what that means. Yeah, mm. it kind of makes you think like, wait, which ones haven't shown up yet? You know? Yeah, I have no idea who. The, I don't know. That's a good question. Like maybe some of the newer villains, because I, I feel like we've we've gone through all the classic ones. Or maybe they're picking like maybe some like obscure villain. Yeah. I don't know. Hard to say. Or maybe or maybe they're doing something with Marvel. Oh, <laughs> like, a, that... like a Marvel villain of some sort. Like Hella, that would be amazing. <gasps> yeah, that would that'd be cool if they did that. That I would be, be so I, I'd be totally on board with. Um and then from November until January first, twenty nineteen, we have a Disney Christmas. And they and they don't give too much information on that, but it it looks cute with the concept art. You know, it's it, it's Christmas. You can't go wrong with Christmas. You never can. Um, and then they also talked about uh, Magic Access member benefits, which is their annual pass. Um, this is probably not going to apply to a lot of people who listen to the podcast, but if you live in Hong Kong, you're a Hong Kong resident. Uh, there's a special offer if you buy three Magic Access member passes at once. Um, you get 15% off of mm. all the passes, which is actually kind of nice. So that's cool. Um, and they say here they're going to have some, a series of special events throughout the year that is only for Magic Access members. Um, so there's going to be a brand new Disney music program. Um, they don't give any details to that. But my guess is probably um, they did this last year or sorry, uh, earlier this year, where they had a special music show um, in the theater that Mickey and the Wonders book is in. So it's probably going to be something in that vein again. Um, there's a Disney egg pin redemption activity uh, during the springtime carnival. So it sounds like a, I don't know, it, they just say Disney pin, Disney egg pin redemption activity. I guess some pin, like a Disney trading, pin trading event, uh-huh. sounds like. Um, and then there's a Pixar Friends summer party, which sounds intriguing. Um, and then a special program called Mickey and Duffy Jolly Holidays. Aww. So it sounds like there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons to be a Magic Access member next year if you want some um, access to like exclusive events and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Which reminds me, I need to renew my my Magic Access because it's 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 lapsed. I need to renew it. And they're so good about events like that. You know, it's it's very much worth it. Oh, yeah. And all the information is always published in English, too. Which makes it even easier. Makes it more accessible. Which is really nice. So, yeah, there's a lot coming up for 2018 at Hong Kong Disneyland. And I'm sure both of us will be there at some point. Maybe. Throughout I'm, the year. I, I'm actually probably going to Disney World in the summertime. Oh, I know. That'd be fun. It is. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and um, speaking of music, um, it's not in the notes. I'm sorry. Um, but I don't know if you've noticed, like, coming um, through uh, Tokyo Station, like, down, like, the KO Line route, 
you see all these like big advertisements there's like this disney cover album that's come out called um thank you disney which has uh, a bunch of um artists including daichi miura kodakumi the ske48 and lots of other ones and um i think they actually had like a live performance and then they made the cd um and it's about sharing dreams and emotions and courage it says throughout the world <laughs> with this uh thank you disney uh cover album and it was released on october 25th um it actually sounds really cool and it has like a, a bunch of like favorite songs like aladdin the little mermaid it's also got stuff from descendants and descendants too and a lot of big uh, pop star names. So you, if you're into Japanese pop, uh, maybe worth checking out. Um, and you can probably find that like online. Even if you um, can't make it to Japan, it's probably like on Amazon or something like that. So it's got some other people like uh, Beverly and Monkey Magic and Mayday and um, what else? Yeah, all these people. So <laughs> check it out if you're interested in Disney cover songs by pop artists. <laughs> I feel like every year we have a new album out that's just cover songs of Disney's or yeah, cover album of Disney songs. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But it's always neat. Like, I don't think we've had Descendants in the cover albums yet. So that's kind of cool. No, no, you're right. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, crowd forecast. Let's do this really quickly. Uh, this is for for the week of November 20th. And as always, um, we have a crowd calendar that we use. Uh, I have a link in the show notes, and it's also on the website. Um, it is in Japanese, but I do provide translation, so you can kind of figure out how to use it. And also Google Translate does help, too. Um, it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be a busy week, because there's a holiday, or Labor Day Thanksgiving, which is on the 23rd. And that's a Thursday. And just like with every other ho uh, holiday, it's going to be busy. And it looks like the quietest days are going to be Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you're visiting, hopefully you're visiting on Tuesday and Wednesday and not the other days. Because it's probably going to be pretty busy. And <laughs> I'm just looking at the in the park section here. I don't think either of us have been to the parks the last few days. <laughs> no, I meant to go because I wanted to get the capsule toy, but right. I went to go buy the Tokyo Banana Kit Kat instead. <laughs> oh, oh, where, where is that? It's so there's only one store that has it now, and it, it's going to be selling it for a couple of weeks. It's at Tokyo Station at the Okashi Land, I think it's called. Oh, and is that is that in the the character street in the basement? Exactly. It's like it's like oh. right there. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, I need to go like tomorrow. Yeah, go. Get that. Go get that. It was like it was like a madhouse today because it just started today. Um, but um, yeah, and it's it's um. So if you, so, what is Tokyo Banana? Tokyo Banana is this um, famous souvenir from Tokyo, and um, we mentioned it before on the podcast. We were talking because we were talking about like uh, the, how they had a version, like a Disney version of it, and it's like these little cakes shaped of banana like bananas and they have like different designs printed on them and uh, it tastes super super good if you're ever in town check it out and buy some for yourself buy some for your friends uh the dizzy one is sold out again because i wanted to pick some up for my friend and it's sold out again so i haven't been able to buy it um but i could get her the, t the kit kats so i bought the tokyo banana it was, kit kats so the 
so the Tokyo Banana was sold out again at the resort? Yeah, of, was, of course, yeah. Like, literally, I was there last week, and they had tons. And I was like, oh, I don't need to buy it today. Now I'm kicking yeah. myself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But maybe you went during the restock, because I was there last week, and it was sold out. So maybe they restocked it after I went. Oh, maybe. Oh, so who knows? Maybe I need to go tomorrow <laughs> and <sighs> check if they have it again. Were you at Tokyo Disneyland or Disney Sea or where? Uh, Disney Sea is where yeah, I saw it. That's where I checked. I checked at Disney Sea. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try one more time. Oh uh, it's it's one of those things where I just want to get it now because it's been selling out, and it's more like I just I I like the cha- the challenge in a sense. <laughs> yeah. that I just want to get it because it's so popular. It's like I just want to have one now. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's marketing working on me. There you go. (laughs) They're really cute. So so this version has little Mickeys printed on it. Yeah. So like, you know how bananas get like the brown spots on them when they're ripening or ripe or whatever you want to call them? Is that what it is? Well, I I don't know. Like that, that's what I think of when I see it. So then, because, you know, bananas get, get get the brown spots on them, like on the on the peel. Uh-huh. So I just think of, you know, the little Mickey-shaped ears, the Mickey ears on it, just like the the brown spots that appear on bananas. That's what oh. I think of. They have, like, hearts, too. Yeah, I've seen that. Like, they have the hearts. They have, like, little polka dots in a, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, I'd, uh, I I I need to go get the Kit Kats because um, I like to get I, I like to collect the Kit Kats and then send them to my mom. Oh, funny story. Okay, this is not related to the parks at all. But um, so Seven Eleven actually does have like a sale section, yeah, which is kind of odd to think about. I guess like what like why would Seven Eleven have a sale section? Well. 7-Eleven has so much stuff that they have to get rid of it, just like any other store, right? Um, and they do this with snack food, too, that they're trying to get rid of. Mm-hmm. So I was there the other day, and they were clearancing the throat lozenge-flavored Kit Kats. Yeah, I can I can see why. So <laughs> I bought a couple boxes because I need to send them to my mom because she wanted some. You're not your mom the bad flavor, Chris. <laughs> I'm going to send her all of them so not, she can try them all. Not throw a lasagna. <laughs> I think, I, I'm pretty sure she listens to the podcast, too. So Merry Christmas, Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so no, you have to pick up the Tokyo banana one to make up for that. Okay, okay. So I will pick up two Tokyo banana ones to make up for the one. Yeah. Throat lozenge flavored kick. <laughs> Two of the big boxes. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I will do that. Uh, okay. Um, well, before we talk about the buffets, really quick about um, our affiliate Kluke that sells tickets for the Disney parks in Asia. So, yeah, buy your tickets through Kluke. They're easy. And most of the time, there's a discount. Um, the only thing uh, for Tokyo Disney tickets, they don't give a discount uh, because Tokyo Disney tickets are not usually discounted to begin with because they just aren't. Um, but we do have a promo code that you can use to save $5 US off your very first purchase. And this includes 
Tokyo Disney Resort tickets as well. If you use the offer code KLKTDREX, again, that's KLKTDREX, you'll save $5 off your very first purchase. And they have a whole bunch of other tickets on there too. Um, uh, I know we mentioned this many times in the podcast, but there's stuff like the Robot Restaurant and Sanrio Land and Fujikyu Highland. There's even Universal Studios Japan on there. And there's also like odd things like a sake tour, a Japanese sake tour, or there's also a helicopter tour over Tokyo that's on there. And you can also buy or rent a Wi-Fi device if you don't want to get a SIM card for your phone. Um, and also transportation to and from the airport. And this is all just for Japan. They also have a bunch of stuff for Hong Kong and Shanghai, too. So there's a lot of stuff on there. And you should definitely buy it through Kluke. Definitely. And also, anything you buy through Kluke and using our offer code, um, that does help the website and helps us keep this free. So, thank you. All right. Let's talk about buffets and food. I have... I have something I have to admit. What? I don't like buffets. Why? Oh, because you're always on a diet? No, no, that's not why. <laughs> Even before I was on the diet, I didn't, I'm not like a buffet person because I feel like I would rather pay a little bit more for like one perfect or beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Like you and I are two different people. Things, you know? <laughs> Okay, although, okay, okay. although I recently went to this this crab, this this Hokkaido crab buffet, and I ate so much crab, but it made oh, me so good. sick afterwards. See, this is oh. why I don't go to buffets. Oh, but, because you kind of overindulge. Well, I mean, that's I mean, well, th- like for this one, I did, but like it's because <laughs> yeah, but because I feel like I'd rather have something that's like better quality, you know? Okay, no, that's fair. Because yeah, buffets are usually. Not the highest of quality food, I guess, that you would get at like a cor- like with a course meal somewhere. Right, right. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. But but some of the buffets that we have mentioned here are really, really good. Oh, yeah. So good. So I, I'll make some exceptions for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a bunch of buffets. There's buffets at Tokyo Disney Resort and there's also buffets in Tokyo. Uh, so we're going to talk about both of those. Uh, but before we get into that, there's some practical words to know about. Uh, there's like three different ways to like talk about a buffet in Japan. And some of these confused the heck out of me when I first heard about it. Um, so the word for buffet in Japanese is pretty easy. It's buffet. Like, pretty simple. <laughs> buffet. You know. Um this one really confused me when I first heard it. So I, I was at, I think it was a Korean restaurant, bar, Korean barbecue place. And the girl was taught, like the girl was explaining to me the menu. And then she asked me in Japanese if biking was okay. And I, I, I looked at her and, I, you know, I didn't know what she said. Like I heard her, but I didn't understand. So I just said, yes, because usually that's my default. If I don't understand something, I just say yes, which is probably not the best you know, tactic in the world, but whatever. Um, and okay, so, and I, I kept saying the word over and over in my head. I'm like, it sounded like she was saying biking, like, you know, like to ride a bike, like you're biking. Yeah. But she's saying biking, which 
translates to Viking. Right. Like, you know, Vikings from, you know, from the old world or whatever. Viking. And I was still really confused. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? And so I looked it up and it's another way to say, like, all you can eat in Japanese. Which is so strange because it came from, like, somebody from Japan went overseas at some point and, like, um, and heard somewhere, like, some other country refer to it as, because, like, Vikings eat a lot or something. I think also, like, like, maybe because, like, there's, like, the smorgasbord where you have, like, a lot of food, right? Yeah, smorgasbord. maybe it's from that? Yeah, it's something to do with that, and then all of a sudden that became the word, mm-hmm. which is very confusing for a non-Japanese speaker, <laughs> like a non-native <laughs> Japanese speaker. I hear, I'm like, I don't know what the heck that means. I know um, it's like so, weird. and usually, like you find out, like if you're staying at a hotel, and they're like, "Yeah, there's a morning Viking," and it's like, "What is this? Like a meet and greet? What's going on?" And they're like, "No food," and I'm like, oh, "What?" <laughs> yeah, so like, so yeah. Um, so usually what happens is like if, if there's a Japanese person that speaks English, they won't translate Viking. They'll just say like there's a, a, a morning Viking. Yeah. Or like there's a Viking in the morning. And, and of course, as, a, as an English speaker, you're going to say, what? There's a what? <laughs> like, is, is, there, is there like a battle to the death happening in the, in the lobby tomorrow? Like, I don't understand what's going on. Uh, sometimes at a buffet, it does feel like that. That's true, depending on how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you hear the word Viking or see it, uh, that means buffet in Japan. Very confusing, I know. Um, and then the other word, and this is a, a, a Japanese word, it's tabehodai, which literally translates into uh, eat as much as you can. Or eat as, yeah. What's tabehodai's partner word, though? Nomi hodai? That's right, the far superior hodai. <laughs> <laughs> Nomi hodai means all you can drink. So yeah. there so there's tabe hodai, which is all you can eat, and nomi hodai, which is all you can drink. So tabe hodai th- again that means um all you can eat. So there's buffet, biking, and tabe hodai. <laughs> Those all mean buffet, essentially. Yeah. In in a way. Tabe hodai is more like it's not really a buffet, it's more just like you get to eat as much as you want off the menu. In a way, but yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's uh, <laughs> Viking. Okay, um, let's talk about our favorite buffets at the resort. Okay. Okay. You you go first. Oh my goodness! I had I I stuck with three. Stuck with three. Okay. Probably my absolute favorite. I'm gonna have to say is Oceano. Okay. At Hotel Mir Costa, because. Well, it's gorgeous. Like, it's a gorgeous restaurant. Um, And you can watch a show from there. If there's a show happening when you're at your, um, at your, your seating, Um, there's a balcony that you can watch a show at, which is really nice. And the food is always really, really good. It is super good. It is so nice. Uh, It's kind of heavy on the seafood side. Um, a little bit like there's a lot of seafood options, but they also have like chicken and beef and stuff as well. But there's more seafood than there is other options, and it is a little pricey. I think it's like five thousand some yen per person, 
Yeah, but it's a good buffet though. It's not like yes. a cra- you know what I mean. Like I think I think it's worth it to pay a little bit more than to go to like a buffet that's not as good. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. So Oceano at Hotel Miracosa, that's a good one. In the park, um, I'd have to say out of the buffets in the park, um, Sailing Day Buffet would be my pick. I love Sailing Day Buffet. The food choices are good. Um, the decor is fantastic, um, and it's pretty easy to get a reservation for especially um, if you want to get one on the day of, it's pretty easy to do. You don't really have to fight for anything (laughs) for it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the Crystal Palace. Like the Crystal Palace is fine, but that's not my first choice. It's not my first choice. Um, I'd rather, I'd much rather go to Sailing Day Buffet than I would Sailing Day, or than the Crystal Palace at Disneyland. Um, And then for breakfast buffets, Chef Mickey at um, the Disney Ambassador Hotel. I've never been to Chef Mickey's. It's hard to to get it. Well, I guess for like for the breakfast one, you have to be a hotel guest at the Disney Ambassador Hotel mm-hmm. to get into the breakfast. Otherwise, you have to go to lunch or dinner, which don't have the characters. Oh, that's why it's easier to get in. Mm-hmm. Okay. The characters are only for breakfast. Oh. So, yeah. So those are my 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 favorite buffets. That I think they're they're good. They're good. You can't go wrong with any of those. What about you? What do you, what do you like? Um, I my favorite resort buffet would have to be um Sherwood Garden mm-hmm. at Disneyland Hotel. Okay, yeah, that's a good one too. I feel like they're what they offer is like the the quality is a little just slightly higher than Oceano. Although I also really like Oceano as well. Like it's like a really close second. Okay. But I really really like what they offer at Sherwood Garden. I like the seating area. It's really big. It's really spacious. You don't feel like cramped. Um, of course, you don't have a show or anything that you can see like at Disney Sea. But I just like what they're for the quality of what they're serving. I find it to be the best. Out of out of, between the two, and oh, yeah. um, also at uh, sometimes at um, Ambassador Hotel, the what is it called Empire Grill will have like a sweets buffet during lunchtime, which is really really lovely. And usually I don't like sweets buffets, but the sweets are really really cute and um, they're Disney design, usually like Minnie Mouse or something like that, and that's always like super duper adorable. So I really recommend that one. And, um, of course, Oceano. I really like the Oceano um, for, like, the hotel guests. If you don't want to wake up in the morning and do the run and, and like, rush, um, the breakfast is really nice, you know. And the breakfast at, um, at Disneyland Hotel is really nice, too. Like, it's really mm. relaxed. And, um, like, we really enjoyed that um, when we were staying. So I, I think, like, the, the, the breakfast at the hotel... That buffet, it's like super cheap too. So like Oceano is like super expensive, but like the the breakfast buffet is like really really cheap. Yeah, I think it's like almost half the price of as lunch and dinner or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's 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 great, you know. Yeah, it's so, quite nice. Like a really like a Disney way to start your morning, you know, like a calm calm way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I find like doing character breakfasts can be a little stressful. Yeah. A little bit because you know they're you're you're meeting Mickey and them you know which you know which is you know odd to say it's stressful but sometimes in the morning you just want to eat 
and then go. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you when you do a character breakfast, like you're kind of you're obligated to meet the characters because you know you paid for it. You're like, oh my god, smile, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, and also um, for Oceano and Sherwood Garden, uh, they change up the menu a lot seasonally. Yes, absolutely. So, it, like, every time you go, you can get something different. So, it's not always the same, too, which is really nice. So, it, 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 it's definitely worth the extra, the extra money that you paid for it. Heck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done, like, the character breakfast or, like, the, the, the princess breakfast or whatever at the Crystal Palace? No. What I did do a long, long time ago was... Um, the Queen of Hearts restaurant at Disneyland mm-hmm. used to have, it wasn't a buffet, but they used to have breakfast and the characters, like Alice would come and greet people at the breakfast. So I did that oh. a long time ago. Oh, I wonder why they stopped that. So was- Alice sometimes would come in late for reasons uh-huh. unknown. Maybe some late night partying with the Mad Hatter. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so that might have been maybe part of the reason why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Um, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I've never never done the Crystal Palace for breakfast, but I'm not interested in meeting princesses, to be quite honest. (laughs) Or, like, I I think it also, they also do, um, like, many of the Pooh characters as well. Yeah. And... I yeah, not really my thing. <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably never do it. I don't know. We'll see. At some point, I might. I probably should, so I can talk about it. But <laughs> it would be cool if they would do like for Halloween, like a villains breakfast or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Why do they do that? I wouldn't mind that. I would go to that. Even like, even though I don't like that restaurant, <laughs> I, would, I would totally go to that just for that. Yeah, like I I I did the Crystal Palace for. I think we did it for dinner mm-hmm. one night and it was fine. Like it was like if you're at Disneyland and you want like a buffet for dinner, then Crystal Palace is totally fine. There's nothing wrong with it. No, it's man. not spectacular. But like, look, pay like what, like $10 more and you can do the hotel hotel buffet, which is like, wait, like, like totally better. Like not like a little better, like way better. You know what That's I mean? That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I agree. I, I yeah, I definitely agree. <laughs> well, there is like, it's like it's, it's it's edible, but that's it. Yeah. And it's cute. It is cute looking. So if you want to yeah, take like, pictures, it's good for that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple cute things on it, and yeah, for the food, the food's whatever. It's fine. It's not great, but yeah. All right. So I think that's is that it for buffets. I think so. I think we covered them all. I think so. Um, there's like a couple um, that I wanted to mention that are not in the resort, but they're around the resort. Mm-hmm. Um, there's So if you have kids, <laughs> this is the buffet for you. Uh, Oriental Hotel, which is at Shinurayasu Station. It's one station away from Maihama. Um, and it's like right at the station. You don't have to like walk anywhere. Um, this hotel has a kid's room with cameras and you can watch your kids while you're eating 
And so you can see like that they're not like killing each other or like, you know, <laughs> like escaping or something like that, you know, so you can watch them. You can have a nice calm time um, and it's buffet. They have uh, private rooms. If you want like a private room, if you're making like if you want to gather with like a like a family reunion or with friends in the area, I, I don't know what you're doing. Um, yeah. But if you have kids, when, when my son was little, that was like the place to go because you could just watch them on the video screens. Oh, um, that's pretty cool. And in that same hotel, actually, a lot of the hotels around the resort will have something called like late, late dining or fourth meal. Um, and it's like a really, 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 really cheap dinner buffet. And um, the restaurant that has it at Oriental Hotel is called Chinese Table. And it's not bad. It's not bad. Like, it's like. I think it's like 1500 yen, something like that, like $15. So like if you want like a really cheap dinner after the park is closed, when a lot of the restaurants are closed, that's the place to go as well. Oh, that's a good tip. Because, yeah, once the park closes, a lot of other restaurants, even in Xperi, mm-hmm. close like, you know, around 11 or even before that. Yeah, we've gotten out of movies and we're like, oh, what do we do? And we tried it one day. And oh my gosh. So and if you live in Chiba, you have like a little Chiba card, like for people that live in the prefecture. And the buffet is already super dirt cheap. But you get like an extra like I think like it's like a tiny like a 10% off or something. If you show your little Chiba card too. Oh, well, that's good for those that live there. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. Huh. But that's it. And, and it's not just that hotel. Like, a bunch of other hotels have, like, that late dining buffet thing. Well, that's really good to know. Because, yeah, one, like, by one complaint about, like, the resort as a whole, once the park closes, I feel like everything else just kind of closes afterwards. And it's like, oh, I just have to stay in my room kind of thing yeah. afterwards. Which is kind of a bummer because, like, 10 o'clock is a little early. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Like, I think um, TGI Fridays in XPR closes at 11 and, like, last order's at 1030 or something. Yeah. So you kind of have to, like, rush over there if you're leaving the park right at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Rainforest Cafe is roughly the same as well. It closes earlier because um, when we get out of movies, it's, it's usually it's done. Hmm. Yeah, so, like, that's one of the big issues there is, like, later... A lot of things closed, so you have to kind of resort to convenience store food if you're hungry. Right, yeah. Which is kind of... Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that nobody thinks of until it happens. Because um, like, when I was... When I stayed at the Hilton back in June, uh, we would stay out, like, stay in the park to, like, 10.30. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, we're kind of hungry. And then look at places to eat, and everything's closed. It's like, oh, well, what do we do? Go to the convenience (laughs) store. I mean, oh, I guess we're getting rice balls from the convenience store then. You know, it's kind of of a letdown. (laughs) Um, So within Tokyo, or, you know, like buffets or all-you-can-eat places and stuff, it looks like I have more than what you wrote down. (laughs) Because I don't like buffets. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness okay well i do um okay. my mother taught me well i guess um we always went to buffets growing up so i love them i love them i love them um well i i don't go to buffets all the time i shouldn't say that but 
but I am not one to say no to a buffet. So I have I have a few that I quite enjoy. Uh, they range <laughs> quite a bit. Um, so the, uh, this one, this one's so much fun. Like I took my mom there, um, and I and I've taken countless friends to this. Uh, it's a all you can eat buffet. Um, it's called Kushia Monogatari. And that's Kushia Monogatari, which basically means the story of the skewers or like the skewer store story. I don't know. I don't know how to translate that. But anyway, um, this buffet is fantastic. What you do is you take these little skewers. Um, there's like a, a buffet of skewers with all these different types of food. So there's like, there's chicken, there's chicken thigh, there's beef, there's pork, there's shrimp, there's squid, there's hot dogs, there's sausages, there is potato, there's cheese balls, there's vegetables, whatever you can think of and put a skewer in, they have it there. And what you do is you take, you fill up your plate with these skewers then you go to your table and you have the, there's, um, this dip, I don't know what it is, like batter, I guess. This batter, and you like dip your, your skewer in it and, you know, completely coat the food. And then there's the um, panko or like the, the breadcrumbs and you put that on it. And then there's a little um, like, um, I don't want to say frying pan, but it's like a little, there's a, there's a deep fryer built into your table. And then you take your skewer and you put it in to the deep fryer and you cook it. And then when you're done cooking, you take it out, you let it cool off. And then you have like eight different sauces you get to choose from and you can dip them in and then you eat it. And it is, it is amazing. I love it. I love, I love, I love, I love that food. It's so, so freaking good. It's so, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting hungry just talking about it. I, I know, right? Like, that's like my favorite, like, um, like kush, kushia, right? Is what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Kushia. Kushiage. Kushiage. Um, yeah. Kushiage. There's like a really good kushiage store in Akihabara of all places, but it's not all you can eat. But they'll have like a set, like a chef's like recommendation, and it'll be like oh. all these different skewers, and they'll like pick out different ones for you. And they even have like dessert, man. Oh my it's goodness, amazing. that's nice. So um, besides all the uh, skewered meat, um, they they also have a salad bar, so you can get salad. Um, they also have like a curry station, so you can make your own curry with rice. And then they have like a dessert table as well. And they usually have a fondue fountain, yeah, <laughs> as well. So you can um, there's like marshmallows and like puddings and all this stuff and whatever and then you can um dip everything in the in the chocolate fondue chocolate fountain whatever and then there's also ice cream there's an ice cream station um and uh for like extra like an extra charge you can add like the drink bar or like the um all you can drink option so there's like coffee tea soda uh, then there's also a all you can drink option for alcohol as well which is a little bit more so if you want you know, to drink a lot of alcohol, you can do that. And this, it's usually about 2,700 yen, which is about $25. And I think that's, that's worth it. It really is. 
Uh, I'm just getting hungry thinking about it. Um, the closest one to the resort, to Tokyo Disney Resort, is in Odaiba in oh. the Diver City Mall. So there's one there. It's like on the sixth floor. It's usually pretty busy uh, just because it's very popular, especially with the tourists. It's very popular. Uh, there's also another one in Shinjuku. Uh, it's in the same building as the uh, big Godzilla that is on top of the building. <laughs> <laughs> um, the um, the um, big Toho Cinemas building there, uh, the Kushia Monogatari. There's one on the first floor there. And pro tip, if you see a movie at the Toho Cinemas, keep your ticket stub because you'll actually get a discount at Kushia if you show your ticket stub. I think it's like 10% or something like that if you show your ticket stub. So yeah, if you want to deep fry all your food at your table and dip it in sauce, yeah, you need to go to Kushia. So good. Um. Another really good buffet that I enjoy is called Apollo. And this is in in uh, Diver City in Odaiba. And it's more of a, I guess, traditional buffet in a sense. Like it has a whole bunch of Western food and it has some Japanese food as well. Um, it's just like an overall, it's a really good buffet. Uh, there's also like an ice cream bar and everything like that. So if you're just in the mood for a buffet with familiar food, Apollo is pretty good. Um, it's around the same price, like 2,700 yen around there. Um, and then in, again, in Odaiba, um, in Aqua City, which is another mall in Odaiba, there's a place called The Oven. And it's a, a, um, American style buffet. They have tons of different food. Like you're going to find pretty much everything kind of like Apollo, um, so the oven, that, that's also a good one. Um, <laughs> I love pizza. And finding uh, decent pizza in Japan is kind of a challenge. Um, but we actually have, uh, Japan has Shakey's. I think Shakey's is from America. I'm not sure. I think. I don't know. Maybe. It looks it, it, It's very Americana when you go there. And there's like a, a backstory of it opening back in the 50s or something in America. Like, I don't know if that's true or not. I never really looked. <laughs> uh, but it's like, it, it's Shakey's Pizza Parlor. And it's all you can eat pizza for about 1,800 yen for 90 minutes. You can't go wrong with that. You really can't. You can't go wrong with that, man. Okay. I, I, have, I, have, I have something to admit. Mm-hmm. I know it's controversial. What's that? I love Shakey's Pizza. You do? I know there's a lot of hate for Shakey's Pizza, but I freaking love it. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's a guilty yeah, like pleasure. It's, like, it's not as good as, like, you know, pizza that we're used to. Like, you know, like the big, like the big greasy pepperoni <laughs> and cheese pizza that, you know, oh, delicious. But it's not like that. It's more... Like, it's smaller pizza, and it's not as greasy. It's, like, really thin crust type of pizza, but it's it's still pretty good. Um, especially for Japan, it's it's pretty decent. Um, like, they have, uh, like, pepperoni pizza with cheese, and they'll have, um, like, ones, like, Hawaiian pizza. Like, they'll have those, but then they have the really weird flavor combinations. Mm-hmm. 
Like mayonnaise and corn pizza. Why? It's like Japan pizza. Why? Like I've had and you know, I've had it and it's not bad, but I, like the entire time I'm eating it, I'm just thinking to myself, why? Why why who thought of mayonnaise and corn pizza? Like I love mayonnaise and I don't mind corn, but I don't why would I want it on my pizza? No one knows, but <sighs> no one knows. And then like they're always like changing up their pizza flavors too. So like a few months ago they had like I think I think they called it the American burger pizza, mm-hmm. which was literally ground beef with nacho cheese on it. Like not just, you know, cheese that you normally find on pizza, but it was like nacho cheese and there was lettuce on it and mayonnaise. <laughs> it was literally they just took a cheeseburger and just threw it on the pizza basically. It was very strange. Um, And then they have ones that are like, like seafood pizza, which, you know, nothing too surprising there. Um, And then they have their like dessert pizzas, which are also pretty good. They're really good. (laughs) They're yeah. I, I always save room for the dessert pizzas. Like there's a, there's like an apple cinnamon and like, almond pizza or chestnut or something i don't know some kind of nut on the pizza and it is so good so good and then they'll have like a chocolate marshmallow (laughs) dessert pizza that's that's the one that's the that's the perfect one so it's so good and then there's like never understand the hate for shaky's pizza because shaky's pizza is freaking amazing and it's it's super good like it's yeah, eighteen hundred yen. You can't go wrong with that. You really you can't, can't go wrong with that. Yeah, and I think it's even cheaper at lunchtime. Yeah, it's about it's eleven or twelve hundred yen. Yeah, yeah. For lunchtime, what? it's cheaper. Come on. Oh, um, so they 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 have shakies over in Osaka as well, and food in Osaka is just like overall it's cheaper for whatever reason than Tokyo. So I saw a shakies in one in um I think it was. Um, dinner was 800 yen for all you can eat pizza, which was so cheap. I'm like, like, I thought it was like an error at first. I'm like, why is it so cheap? And like, no, that's the price. I'm like, really? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Shakey's pizza. And also they, 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 they have a salad bar and they have a curry bar. And depending on the shakies that you go to, uh, there's one in Shinjuku. Uh, they have, they have like a mini Coca Cola freestyle machine, <laughs> which you know has like you know you can mix and match Coca Cola flavors and stuff. Uh, so they have that too, which is really nice. So yeah, Shakey's Pizza, you can't go wrong with it. Do it. Um, another like so okay, so this one's not really well known, and I I, I recently stumbled upon this. So um, there's an area of Tokyo called Shin Okubo. Which is essentially Korean town. Have you ever been to Shinokubo? I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. Um, it, it's one stop up the Yamanote line from Shinjuku. Uh-huh. And yeah, everything there, is, it's all Korean restaurants. So oh, there's this Korean good. restaurant. There's this Korean restaurant called Tomato. Mm-hmm. And they have an all-you-can-eat all option of pork belly. Oh, my God. And oh, my goodness. I oh my god! I love I love pork belly 
Yeah. And all, all you can eat pork belly. And it, I think it was about 1,800 to 2,000 yen for like 90 minutes or something oh, like that. That's ridiculous. Like, I ate so much pork belly. Oh, my God. It was so good. And you get, like, the uh, the uh, big leaf lettuce to wrap it up in and all the different sauces to dip in and everything. And it's just, it's so good. Like, essentially, if you go to, if you go to Shin Okubo, just find a... Find a place that serves all-you-can-eat pork belly, and you'll be in good shape. Because I've eaten a couple other places that do the same thing, and they're roughly all the same price. Um, they they all taste good. Like it, it's pork belly. You can't like you can't screw up pork belly. You can't. You can't. It's impossible. It's so good. I know it. It sounds kind of weird, like going to Japan and having Korean food, but you know. Coming here and going to Shakey's and having pizza, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> so whatever, treat yourself. Do that. Um, like most of the, like most of the all you can eat places aren't usually Japanese food. It's usually, you know, some form of other type of cuisine. Usually, uh, like there, the, there's always like Japanese food mixed in, but it's not usually the main thing. Unless it. it's like New Year's or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'll 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 have all these in in the show notes so you can all you can all find them and you know stuff your face. Um, I want to add like a little bonus one, and this this is not in Tokyo, and I may have talked about this before. I don't remember, but <laughs> so KFC is near and dear to my heart, figuratively and probably literally for <laughs> the amount that I eat. Um, <laughs> so, um. Japan has one all-you-can-eat KFC restaurant, and it's over in Osaka, and it is glorious. So if you ever get to Osaka, I know it sounds super strange. Why would you do it, going all the way to Japan and having all-you-can-eat KFC? You need to do it, because it is fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. We went, we did we did the lunch there, and it was, I think it was 1,800 yen for 80 minutes, and... I don't even know how many pieces of chicken I ate. And like what the best thing about it was, so there's this big oven where they put all the like the chicken pieces in so you can, you know, serve yourself. They have this like diagram showing all the different um, chicken pieces and where they all are. So I just kept grabbing the chicken breasts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably hated me, but whatever. It sounds so yummy. I know. Oh, my God buffets buffets are gonna be the like the death of me i swear and like i'm sure there's many many other buffets i haven't been to the mall yet (laughs) so like there's so much more to explore so if anyone that's listening that knows of other buffets in tokyo that want to give recommendations let us know i'm always up for trying something new i'm always up for trying buffets love them (laughs) Well, I got some buffets for you. What's that? Okay. Um, have You know Yukaku? No, I don't. And What's I think that? they actually have this in the States. So, like, if you go to, like, New York or California, you can find Yukaku there. It's, like, um, it's a yakiniku restaurant. So, it's, like, Japanese-Korean barbecue. Okay. And they have, like, a pretty good buffet. Um, there's, like, different price points depending on, like, the quality of meat or whatever um and um you so you get like the more you pay like the more access to like different things on the menu you have 
And um, that one is really, really good. Um, like if you eat, I don't know if you eat a lot, I guess, <laughs> you know. Um, but if you want something that's low, low carb, that's an option. Um, so it's called Gyukaku. And there's one at Shinurayasu Station um, at the Shoppers Plaza building. So it's like right there at the station. Um, there's this other place. In, oh my gosh, what is the place called? It was in Kagurazaka. And um, mm-hmm. Kagurazaka itself is like a really neat area because it has all these like, so you have like the main street, which is like going up this, um, like this hill. And then you, you turn anywhere into like the side alleys. And it's like a hidden world of like little bars and these little um, shops. And it's, really just amazing just to walk the back streets you know um and uh there's also this um this oyster bar called oyster in wine bar oyster in wine bar kakia yes so there's that and it's so good and okay so the only thing is you have to order super quickly and they're very slow to bring out the oysters but they are so, so amazing. It's like, that's like, okay, that's like my, that's like the buffet that I, I love. I can't go there that much because it's kind of expensive, but that's a good, buff- that's like a really, really good buffet. And I, I freaking, I love it. I love it. Um, a little closer to home at the resort, there's also this buffet. I don't know if you've been there, Chris, um, in Xperia. It's kind of like a healthy style buffet. Like, is is there any like does that even exist? No, no, no. It is. There's like a lot of veggies and like even like the sweets at the buffet have like a lot of veggies in it. Mm-hmm. Like veggie veggie sweets. Like you know, like how that was like a trend for a while. Like tomato, like tomato flavored cake and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So they have like and they have like little like uh like 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 fresh juices and things like that. And it's called um, Shizenya uh, Kyo no Uta. And it's in Ixbiari, like, um, kind of close to Ambassador Hotel. Um, and, like, in between Ambassador Hotel and where the movie theater is, it's, um, it's like, on the, the bottom floor. And it's, it's really, really good. And the plates have, like, a bunch of little squares so you can make it look really cute. And you can – the serving sizes are not, like, huge. But, like, it's, it's, like, perfect, you know? So that one's also really good. And kind of like a, like a different kind of buffet, you know? Yeah. I like that. That's all I have. <laughs> oh, one more, one more, one more. Okay, so this is not one of my favorite buffets, but I know a lot of people love it. Um, so I thought I should mention it just because of that. And we used to have one at Xperia, but it's gone now. It's called Sweets Paradise. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Right? So it's basically what it sounds like. It's a lot of sweets. Um, but if you do want something savory as well, they'll always have like a curry or some kind of pasta, you know, something like really filling. And um, a lot of cakes um like a chocolate fountain or whatever and um they do like a lot of collaboration things so they'll have like special goods or like like special giveaways at the shop sometimes with uh different like um different companies or brands and things like that so sweets paradise if you love 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 sweets and you can't get enough you can go there as well there's a lot of there's a lot of places to eat here oh my goodness it's endless and then like some of them that i don't know the name of the restaurant there's um like shabu shabu, all you can eat is always really good. Oh yeah, that yeah, 
there's tons like there's tons of places that and that's that also offers that all you can eat shabu shabu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like and yeah, it's uh, like endless um, it's all over the city, right? Yeah, um, uh, like shabu shabu is the uh, thinly cut slices of like meat, usually beef. Yeah, and you uh, like cook it at your table, like in, in oil and stuff. And there's like different sauces and uh, spices and stuff you dip it in and you eat it. So, yeah, like you could just kind of pick one, and you're usually good. Like it's really, it's hard to find a bad one. Yeah, and like there's like way. some that have like different like um usually it's like a like a type of broth like tonyu like a tofu broth or like veggie broth or like spicy broth. So you cook it like in this um, water or soup, and then you dip it in like um like a how do you say it? like sesame 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 cream sesame like sesame sauce or ponzu yeah. sauce, mm-hmm. you know, and lo- lots of veggies too. So like that's also like a healthier option, you know. Yeah, low carb. Low, low carb. Low carb. Low carb. I love low carb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that's enough about the buffets. I think there's more than enough. They have like to... a million places to eat now. Yeah, we're sorry. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so park tip. So this kind of relates to buffets a little bit. Um, if you're a Duffy fan then you definitely want to eat at Oceano because they do special Duffy-themed desserts from time to time, especially during the like the Duffy event um, in the in the winter. They'll have like a Duffy-themed dessert of some sort. It's usually like a couple items. And they'll have like a little display and everything, and it's super cute. So if you're, if you're a Duffy fan. I haven't seen Stella Lou stuff yet, but I haven't really looked. But I'm sure they'll probably do it at some point. Probably this year. Probably. Like, yeah, probably this next event. It's coming. Uh, yeah, Stella Lou. Um, and then our listener question. Um, this comes from, again, this comes from uh, multiple people. Uh, they want to know how to book the breakfast at Chef Mickey's. Um, I think I already answered this um, unintentionally <laughs> earlier in the podcast. Um, to do the breakfast, you have to be a hotel guest at Disney Ambassador Hotel. That's the only way you can book it, unfortunately. Uh, but the, the the Disney Ambassador Hotel is a fantastic hotel, so yeah, stay there, stay there a night, and have, then have breakfast at Chef Mickey's. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth like Chef Mickey's is worth it. I it's think. very cute. It's very mm-hmm. cute. It's fun. It's it's and there's uh, for like the food uh, choices there. Um, the way they do it is one side is all Western food, and the other side is Japanese food. Like a Western breakfast and a Japanese breakfast, which I think is perfect. Um, when I like when I did it last year, um, I ate a mixture of both because there's like there's some Japanese breakfast food that I really like. Like I love having miso soup in the morning. Miso soup is so nice. It is really yummy, especially in the winter, like cold morning. Having some nice miso soup is really really nice and there's also the um i can never remember the name in japanese but it's the uh, folded egg like the really thick egg that's folded up the omelet yeah the uh, kind of like the omelet you know how and they cut it up and yeah, whatever japanese omelet is um tamagoyaki i should have known that <laughs> literally fried fried egg <laughs> oh my goodness yeah okay 
super good. Yeah, eat it. Eat at Chef Mickey's if you can. If you're staying at the Disney Ambassador Hotel, make sure you do it. All right, so I think we talked enough about food. As usual. We always do, but that's okay. There's, that's like that's one of the great things about Japan is there's so many so much variety in terms of what to eat. Like you could you'll you'll never run out of things to eat in terms of like trying different foods and different places to eat and everything. There's just so much choice. It's great. It's fantastic. I love it. I'm surprised I'm not a million pounds. Like, I don't know how I'm not, (laughs) to be quite honest, for the amount that I eat. (laughs) Uh, Because I know, like, when I, like, if I would eat, like, a lot back home, like, back in Canada, Mm -hmm. I gained weight pretty easily. But here, not so much. Well, I think it's because I walk everywhere and I ride my bike everywhere. It probably has a lot to do with it. You're running around the parks, too. I do that, yeah. That's true. That I'm, burns calories. Yeah. So I kind of justify the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And give us those five stars. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And if you can do us a little favor, if you found this... Um, episode useful um, share it with uh, one family member one friend co-worker um, with someone that you know is a foodie loves food send them this episode <laughs> um, you can find all our information about the parks at tdrexplore.com I'll, you can follow us on twitter and instagram at tdrexplore and also on facebook facebook.com slash tdrexplore I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I am eating a lot of buffets. That's what I do. (laughs) Always eating. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. I'm not eating at buffets. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm eating Choco Banana Kit Kats because I have to, because they look amazing. But then I'm going back on my diet for serious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I should go on a diet just because you are, but I don't think that'll ever happen. You don't need to go on it. You're fine, Chris. <laughs> I'm going to go buy some Tokyo banana stuff. That's what I want. Oh, my gosh. It looks so good. I haven't <sighs> opened it yet. But it oh, my goodness. Good. If, I buy, if I buy the to- if I get the Tokyo banana from the resort, I should make a video. You should do both of them in, this, in the <gasps> same video. Ooh, that's and a And great... with, with the original Tokyo banana, too. Oh, my. A taste test. Yeah, you can compare them. Ah, that's a good idea. Well, now I know what I'm doing tomorrow. All right, guys. (laughs) Keep exploring lots of buffets and the parks, and we'll see you next time. You know what? I'm going to start calling myself Buffet Explorer. That's what I'm going to call it. Well, you should have, like, a separate part of the website that's, like, Food Explorer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Explorers, I'm going to go dream of food. We'll talk to you later.